Orale. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FP podcast. This is your host, Jorge Martin. Familia, we got a good one today. We got this this one. I think you're going to like this. We're going to look into the future a little bit. Uh, but first off, before anything, you make sure that you're giving Familia FP a like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit that hit that subscribe button. Our numbers have like, oh, I mean, gosh, more than doubled since uh, since the NFL offseason started. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Muchas gracias for joining us. We're going to give you keep giving you good content like coming up. And also make sure you're going to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code FAMILIA23. Best ball drafts are still happening, but there's going to be pickums during the season. And then, uh, gosh, there's going to be stuff for MLB, NA, N N NBA, NHL, everything. So you can you can play fantasy through underdog fantasy all the way through year round actually, and uh, familia. Ah, uh, I just I I had the pleasure I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting our invitado. Uh, gosh, um, it, it's been a, it's been a couple months now since we, since we first met. But honestly, uh, you just. I've been nothing short of impressed with this process, results, and just uh, gosh, and 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 uh, we got to spend a little time at the NFL, at the Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Ohio, and he ended up giving me the origin story for Faro Analytics, and I just you know I asked him to come on because I I think you're going to love hearing how this company is growing, how it's going to be helping helping you guys in the sports betting community get out there. I wish California had it, please, but for what I may have to go across state lines here and there to get get my bets in so uh i always i almost always agree with this process i don't always agree with uh, him batting mookie bets fourth uh in for the dodgers <laughs> i will sign up for everything else he's promoting bienvenido to chosen blakey mi amigo welcome thank you thank you it's glad, glad to be here uh jorge is a great guy so this is this is fun let's get into it Oh, let, let, let's definitely get into it. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, you gave me a little bit of the, or, you gave me a lot of the origin story for Faro Analytics and it's a fairly new company, but so many people are, are already, you know, talking to you, interested in investing and uh, coming, coming aboard. The, the, the algorithm that you've built has already give, given so much success. Tell me uh, how, how it's kind of maybe shaping, reshaping the way sports betting is going to happen. Yeah, um, we are we are a lot of a lot of people in the industry right now. They simulate data. Um, we don't simulate any data. We process it. We analyze it. We find a driving factor. Um, it's a difference between saying, "Hey," and if I stick my hand in a in a bunch of marbles, it's a hundred of them, and I grab fifty seven of them, and you simulate that a thousand times. That doesn't tell you what marbles you picked up or what's driving you to pick up fifty seven. That's what we find. Uh, we calculate the variance. And it spits out money at the top. You know, it's uh, it's it's a great process. It's, we're working at it, and um, our goal is just to keep improving and um, help show people that you can predict sports at a at a better rate using data. So you uh, you also so it's a fairly new company. Can you give me a little bit of uh, kind of the origin story? How it how really you guys have come about, and how you're already starting to starting to make waves? Yeah, I had a um, I had an app concept in April. I shopped it around um, and then I ended up meeting people at the undroppables.com. It's a content company out in California. I think the owner name is Chalk. Um, he ended up introducing me to my co-founder, Josh Lee, who's head of analytics there. And we came together, met at Cleveland at FSGA. And then from there, we just turned into a company overnight. And now we're incorporated. Um, we got about seven people. We're in the process of raising our first round of seed and really, really building out really good databases that are not on the market right now. That's uh, how, how did the name come about? 
we we use Egyptian math to 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 predict our stuff, which and it's true. We don't just say this. Um, the very foundation of statistics in terms of how to approach it, we use it. That's why that's why we call it fair analytics. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I can't, I, I love it. I love it. I, I knew it had, I, I forgot to ask you about that the other day. Um, so yeah, so using Egyptian math, how do you, how, how does the algorithm work to kind of like see into like what, what, uh, I mean, really just, uh, predict what's uh, for with a high, high success rate sports betting. Um, we, we are able to calculate all the variance in a team's matchup and spit out the data points that are important and, and we follow it. Um, you know, it's, it's like a, we only use the data. There's no human emotion in our element. So we don't have pre preconceived biases. We don't have recency bias. We eliminate all that. And we just try to find that driving factor. And that, you know what, that was one thing that, uh, when, when we talked, when we talked the other day is taking out that human, that the human emotion, which is so important, uh, which actually is the reason why, you know, casinos in Las Vegas and, and, and other places yeah. are so large because yeah. people use emotions. How, how does it kind of, I mean, when, when you look at it and if it tells you, if, if it tells you, Hey, you know what, take the, you know, take the jets against the, the uh, against the bills or something yeah. like that. And even though maybe some things may say no, or maybe you're a bills fan, how, how did, how does it help take the emotion out of it? It's a, it's a challenge. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen all the outcomes, South Carolina versus Tennessee last year, college football, um, it spit out Princeton over Arizona. And I said, no way, <laughs> but it, it, it hits. And, you know, we've seen big upsets. We've seen um, teams cover large spreads. Uh, we've seen we've seen different results and we keep testing it across different sports, across different contests, different mediums. We tried out horse racing this year using uh, uh, an analysis that we actually wrote a whole thread on, on Twitter about. And, and, and we placed in every single horse race just using the data, didn't know anything about the horses or anything like that. So um, I figured that, you know, if I can keep applying it to different sports, then it can, it, it must work. And we, we get steady, steady percentages across every sport, usually around 60%, upwards of 75% in concentrated areas. And we just, we just keep working. We keep adding parameters. We keep adding to the health of it. We keep eliminating our bias. We keep adding our sample size. We keep working because the, the whole goal is just to be able to predict and, and keep, keep putting out good data for users to get, to get access to. So yeah, I've heard that at 60% is kind of like that benchmark that you're going to, that if you're hitting 60%, you're making, you're making money in sports gambling. When, uh, what, I mean, are there any kind of keys um, to, you know, that, to, to turn that, to hit that success rate, to start turning a profit. Yeah, um, betting methodology is something that we that we're that we're open and talking about. Um, we're creating blogs now as we speak. Um, the biggest thing that bettors need to be aware of is taking bets at minus one fifty or lower. Um, at a sixty to sixty four percent accuracy clip, you can be very you can be profitable if you keep your costs or your odds at that at that level. Um, you can even be profitable at a higher percentage, if, of course, if your odds are increased. 
So the goal is to either be very accurate or be very profitable. But a lot of times, if you're very accurate, you can learn how to be profitable. So that's the way that we approach sports betting, almost like building it like a 401k and not trying to go for the flashy or the, the high the high dollar amount bets. Just be get the low hanging fruit over and over again. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's consistency, and I, I think that I, I like I like that 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 um, that theory and that and like you said methodology because uh, you know we don't want people to like you know make these you know it's like maybe a couple things uh, didn't work but Monday Night Football says yeah it says yes put the bet down and then you put a big number down and. The football is, you know, oblong for a reason, and sometimes right. it hits the wrong way, and then all of a sudden yeah. the bet doesn't come through. Right. You, you, you said something really important. Uh, you told me something really important the other day. Is you do, the the algorithm does not spit out uh, every game. No. So, can you can you talk about the importance right. of not betting every game? Yeah, so if it's an entire slate out there, if um, you're not going to take the bet, if, there's, if it's a high, if it's a low probability not to hit, um, it's almost like with with anything in life, you don't want to you don't want to just do it because it's there. You want to do it because you're you're convicted to do it. Um, so when we see a data set and it says, "Hey, take this game because of these reasons," we're like, "Man, we have to be really enticed to actually put an investment behind that decision." Um, and we just applied it to sports betting. We only take about 2% of our bankroll. So we, we minimize our, our risk or our investment size, and we just try to stay consistent over time. But it's very important not to just bet just because you have to bet for a reason. Oh, that, that, that's fantastic. And uh, you also talked about kind of like grouping, uh, grouping parlays. So not just going for like the five-game parlay, but maybe doing the extra combinations. Is it? Uh, that I, I I like that I like that and that, that's something that I learned a long time ago. But I, I I want you to share on that one. Sure. Yeah. We um we for example we took uh we predicted TCU Texas LSU and Florida to win the College World Series this year. We got three out of the last Final Four teams. Texas lost because they couldn't find the ball in the lights. Um, but Florida and LSU end up playing each other in a championship. And instead of approaching it to where we only want one reality to occur. We approached it to where, okay, here's each reality that's here. Here are the probability percentages of each occurring. If it's close enough to where you have a large enough bankroll, bet them all. Because at those odds, you're going to be profitable as long as it covers its, cover your cost. So we don't try to be right. We try to be profitable. And that's what happened. We took each reality. We're going to do the same thing with NFL division winners and Super Bowls. We're going to take the realities that are likely to occur, all of them. I love it. No, and, that, and, and I love that because it's so important to, uh, I mean, how many, how many people, and, and you hear about it every week, I had a parlay and one yeah. team didn't come through and it's just yeah. like, but yeah, you get, you get three out of the four come through. You're still making money. I think you're making money a little bit more than 60% when you get the exactly. combos all together. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, and then when all four hit, then you know everybody everybody's eating at uh, everybody's <laughs> eating at Morton's or uh, exactly. <laughs> a great steakhouse that night. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I wanted to see kind of like um, you know uh, looking at looking ahead to the NFL season. Um, okay. Here we are; we're only a few weeks away from the start of the season. What are some NFL futures that the that that Faro Analytics algorithm is recommending? Yeah, um, we're we're really big on Dallas, uh, NFC East win total. 
NFC East win for division winner. Um, the algorithm loves the Chicago Bears this year for over their win total. Um, the algorithm doesn't really like Jacksonville this year. So sorry for AFC South guys out there, but it's not on purpose. Uh, it's just the data. Uh, it's really big on the Titans winning division this year. Um, the, Ra the Ravens being the possibly the conference winner or uh, in terms of the number one seed uh, this year in the AFC. So that's that's kind of like those are the, those are the big highlights. Uh, I would say Seattle winning the NFC West is another big prediction that the algorithm loves. And and uh, looking at that one, I mean, and it it just it spits out a name. It, it, uh, I could see that because let, let's talk about the Ravens for a second. Lamar Jackson comes back healthy, Todd Monk in offense. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, every, everything takes another step forward. He, he's still a threat to run, but he just takes a step forward as a, as a quarterback. Is that uh, you're, you're, you're nodding your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it, it, the algorithm doesn't know those concepts, but when it, when it spits out um, a winner or a power ranking and it aligns with what's actually happening from a real life perspective, we, we love it. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. And and actually, if Dallas wins, it would keep it would keep consistent with the a NFC East. I think it's been twenty some years that it's been a new team has won the division. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't look at that and be like confidently and say, "I'm still going to bet the Eagles to to win this year." I mean, even in 2019, I think the year that they won the Super Bowl, the following year, they didn't win the division. So that's true. Uh, that yeah. is true, and even yeah. the Bears, the the Bears. I mean, their their number. I, I'm I'm looking up their number real quick right now. Uh, or what 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 number did they have? Uh, I think they're at a I think they're at a seven. I think we have them at like closer to ten wins. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, that just means it's a big big you know that uh, from people in the fantasy community and, and also the betting community. It's like, hey, you know what? Justin Fields takes that step forward and uh, takes a step and, forward. DJ Moore, Aaron Rodgers leaves uh, NFC NFC North. That has a direct correlation to that environment, to where Chicago now has a better chance to beat Green Bay. I mean, they weren't beating them before. Now they have a, a, a even playing field. We think so. That goes into the algorithm. Oh, that's fantastic! And and Seattle on the other side. So many people uh, are are just giving giving the NFC West to the 49ers, but uh, they, they Seattle made some improvements. Jackson Smith and Jigba, and then you've also got uh, Zach Charbonnet, and they they fortified their defense. So um, I could see that. I there's could a, see that. Man. There's there's not a lot of credit with Jimmy Garoppolo leaving. This is a guy that took them to the Super Bowl. Uh, multiple playoff wins, so his, him leaving does have a ripple effect. Um, Brock Purdy's health is not is not for certain. Neither is neither his performance. I know everyone likes to say, "Hey, he did this, this, and this," but you know, seven games there, he played well in the playoffs. But people have data on him now, and when you have data on something, you can predict it. Uh, there are going to be a lot more teams prepared for his for his up and coming season, and. San Francisco does have an injury, but we're not wishing we're not wishing any injuries. But they they do experience injuries quite often out there. So we, we think we think there's a lot of variance in their schedule, and that Seattle is going to capitalize off of that. Yeah, I mean uh, George Kittle is you know he's nursing something right now, and Brock Purdy, I, I I'm until he's actually in a game and throwing it and looking good, I'm still 
kind of kind of holding my breath for him. So I hope, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I can I can see that one yet. Any other uh, so uh, any other surprising over unders? Um, I mean, I guess Jacksonville. If you're if yeah. you're expecting them to win the the AFC South. Um, it, it likes Denver a lot this year to, to make the playoffs. The Broncos, um, we do think it's going to be an influx of points there. Pittsburgh as well, uh, it likes. And it, 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 does, it does think Green Bay and um, the Falcons are going to be solid this year, as well as, um, as, well as the, the Saints and Ooh, possibly, yes. even, possibly even the Rams. Uh, you, you just, you warm my heart there, my friend, you warm my heart, me amigo, that, uh, it, what, what, their win total, I believe was six or six and a half or seven. Yeah. Which, which is, which is relatively kind of, kind of high for a team that doesn't expect to be good. So we have them closer to nine this year. I can, well, you know what? It's like, you got, you got Matthew Stafford, who's been healthy and playing well. Uh, you keep him upright. He's going to be fantastic. We know Cooper Cup. Uh, you know, once he once he gets past that hamstring injury, uh, which is expected, is not expected to make keep him out of time. And you still got number ninety nine. You know, he's <laughs> right. he's that man is that is a bad man. <laughs> he's gonna yes, he's he gonna is. get home. He's gonna get home twenty times, and there's gonna be a bunch of other times that he's gonna become close and making somebody throw the ball quickly. So, I um, agree. I could no, see that. I I could see that. Um, and you know what? Even uh, it, it's funny, you know, with uh, the young quarterbacks, Jordan Love with Green Bay and Desmond Ritter with with uh, Atlanta, they're kind of, uh, un, you know, unknown a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was an unknown five years ago. <laughs> and look what he True. did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of the a lot of the old guys that were running the NFC are, are gone. Brady's gone. Rogers is gone. Uh, Wilson's gone. So. Breeze is gone. There's, there's, who's, there has to be somebody to replace those guys. No, that's, uh, that, that, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Any other, uh, oh, uh, so you, you got, got the conference champion uh, prediction for uh, potentially for the Ravens uh, as that one. Uh, do we, do we have a conference champion on the NFC? Dallas. Dallas. Wow. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that Super Bowl? Anything with Dallas is going to be nuts, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas. Yes. Dallas looks like they have the easiest route to, to win the NFC this year. Wow. That, and you know what, that's, you know, from a fantasy side, that's going to make all the, all the people who have Tony Pollard and CD lamb and Dak Prescott, you're making some people very, very happy. Me, Mabel. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas is projected to have to score a lot of points. I think the number one, one of the hottest teams this year in terms of points. So yeah, draft a bunch of lamb and Pollard, I would think, or Prescott. Any other teams that are expected to score a lot of points this year? Yeah, uh, Steelers, um, the Saints for re- Saints for some reason, uh, the Packers, um, the Broncos, Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs. Wow. So I mean, some are predictable, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 Packers and the Steelers. I mean, with young quarterbacks taking over. Um, I know the Saints. Every, every, you know, a lot of a lot of the talk is they've got a pretty pretty easy schedule this year, and, and obviously they do. You know, they do. They do. Yeah. How much does uh, schedule play a part in this? A lot. <laughs> schedule schedule a lot. I mean, it can you can you can you can 
you can literally schedule a a an easy an easy route like the Eagles had last year, or you can have a, a tougher a tougher route. Yeah, schedule schedule is huge, huge in betting, huge. Oh man, and you know what? Doing something like this right now does it. I mean, it's hard to predict weather, which can be which can be very strange in December and January for the, those kind of games. But um, does it does it in any way take into account uh, potential weather affecting you know like the, in Ohio or the Northeast or something like that? I mean, weather affects the points for sure, and it affects fantasy. But sometimes it doesn't even affect fantasy. But uh, it affects fantasy more than it affects the outcome of a game. If a team was supposed to win. And the weather's there. They're just going to win. They're just going to win at a lower point total. Oh, that's that that that's awesome. Oh, okay. So, does it? Do we have a Super Bowl pick between Ravens Not and Cowboys? That, well, well, Ravens and Cowboys. When I mean by win the conference, I mean like they're the number one seed. Not necessarily okay. to actually go to the Super Bowl. We're working on we're working on um, Super Bowl picks right now. But the consensus that the model is is is. Finding is Kansas City again, going there again. So, <laughs> hey, it's it's one it's one more reason for me to put Patrick Mahomes into the in, into the <laughs> the keywords so that uh, so that we get it so that hopefully I, so that YouTube algorithm will actually say hey you know what <laughs> let's boost this one a little bit more so yes YouTube algorithm please put forward Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes get it yeah <laughs> let's get this let's get this yeah it's you know what it's so hard to actually I mean. He, He's that man. He is that yeah. man. Um, I wanted to ask about kind of like uh, success stories in other sports. Uh, baseball is happening right now, and you've had and uh, you know the, the algorithm is, has had, had itself a pretty nice season, right? Yeah, sixty-seven point four percent over three hundred and thirty bets, uh, focusing on hits, strikeouts, money lines, and spreads. So we're not taking bets like under triples or under home runs no you can actually make money off of off of betting how likely someone's going to get a hit so yeah it's been um it's been great this year very great oh man see that's why mookie bets has to you know when you get the <laughs> over bets going on he gets that extra trip to the to you know he gets that fifth that bad guaranteed that fifth that bad maybe not always in the fourth spot so <laughs> right yeah no we, we we love mookie it spat out bets a couple of times and he's he's homered a couple of those a couple of those games so Shout out to Mookie Best for sure. Well, uh, salute, salute number fifty. Oh, he, he, yeah, he, he does not have to buy. It, it, it likes, it likes JD Martinez often too. We, we get those, uh, we get those with him and David Peralta. So, uh, shout out to those guys. Those guys both had a resurgence this year, uh, you know, with the Dodgers and JD, especially anytime he's going up against a lefty is uh, has just been lethal. And Peralta. Yeah. And on the other side, uh, he he's been he's been really good. So, yeah, uh, I, this this Dodger team has actually kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, I did, now, does uh, are, there, are there predictions at this point for you know who's going to come out who's going to come out of the american league and the national league we're going to we're going to have those live probably in september right before the playoffs start so yeah we we'll, we'll, we got to we got to come back on here and do a do a baseball show for sure yeah we'll, oh. we'll have those ready okay okay so late september we'll do that we'll we'll do a we'll do a show and that'll i love it i love yeah. it yes yeah. yes well uh we'll be in the heart of football season but you know it's fine i'm i'm always up to talk, talk a little baseball um <laughs> does does it um on the on the base on the baseball side so why is it that i mean the money lines i could see 
um, and, and especially getting a good payout. If it's, it, it, is there a trend that you're seeing there? You know, is it, is it home teams or any, or is it, you know, pitcher specific, anything that, that, that any trends you see there? Um, in terms of like the batters, uh, it could be the batters or just the bets themselves. What's would have been, would have been the predictions, the, any particular um, trends? Nothing. It, it's, it's almost like control randomness. <laughs> I love one, it. one day it's a batter that, you know, we all know like a Otani or a judge the next, the next day it's, um, a Joey Gallo or a Joey Votto. I mean, it's, it's, it's control randomness. Some days the batters I know, some days I didn't even know they were still playing baseball, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we listen to the data and we follow it and we just keep testing it to make sure it works, but it's working. It's working. 60, 67%. I mean, gosh, if you, I mean, in a controlled kind of way that, that I mean, being following the algorithm, I, wow. That that could be that could turn out a nice payout by the end of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, I mean, if you're if you're able to get the the odds that that we're getting consistently, like if you're parlaying them together or if you're live betting, yeah, you can you can really increase your ROI that way. And how about uh, other sports that are that are coming back in the fall? NBA, NHL. Um, I know I know the uh, your algorithm hits all North American sports. Um, th- those two, and I know you're working working with what they're you know with getting ready for the upcoming season. But any success stories from the past season? Hockey, hockey. We were we were second in the country, ranked on tally site at a fifty seven percent. Uh, we we didn't the playoffs. We had I think the stars coming out, but we did. Um, who came out the 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 other division was the Panthers. I think who came out Florida. I think Florida, Florida came Panthers. out. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, Vegas. They got crushed. Yeah, Vegas and Florida. I think yeah. So we we did see a path for Florida. We were shocked that Vegas beat Dallas, uh, but during the regular season, fifty seven percent there. Basketball, same way, about sixty two percent in basketball. Um, playoffs, we had. Playoffs, we did not see the Heat beating the Celtics in a series. Um, we also didn't see the Lakers losing like that. So it was it was crazy. Just when just when I was like back to watching basketball every night, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the the four games that they could all won. <laughs> uh, shout out shout out to your partner Wesley, you know, my fellow <laughs> Laker fan. So salute salute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, tough. But you know what, how, how awesome is it to be able to uh, look at kind of, kind of look at a game and just be like, and just watch it come in. Man, it's okay. Great. One of one of our, one of, one of the most surreal stories is watching Kansas city and, and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Uh, we took Kansas, we took Kansas city. We actually predicted that matchup after the chargers lost to Jacksonville. So we, we had Buffalo Philly at first and then we flipped it to Kansas city. Once we saw that, um, the Chargers were gone because we felt like the Chargers were the only team to rival Kansas City that was left in the bracket. Uh, so Kansas City, you know, Mahomes is going to the sideline and and I look on my phone and it's plus seven and a half, plus 300 on the money line. So I dropped 100 on the spread, 100 on the money line and Kansas City comes back. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. I've seen it happen in so many sports teams down by two in the third period in hockey and come back or college basketball teams down by 10, 15 at halftime and come back. I mean, it's – or teams just completely blow teams out. We took the uh, we took the Diamondbacks yesterday, um, I think. So it was solid, solid even yesterday. Um, but it's 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 crazy. It's it's 
it, it makes you it makes you not as excited. I don't watch every single game now because we we bet so many of them, but it it does it does have wild factors all the time where I'm like, man, this is really happening. <laughs> it's almost like uh, are you familiar with the Back to the Future movies? Not as much. Oh, okay. Well, you know the uh, one of one of them they 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 went to the future, got like a it got a book showing all the Super Bowl winners, and this guy got got rich off of. Uh, you know, pretty, you know, winning every, winning every bet. So it's almost like you've got that, but, uh, yeah, I have the book. I definitely have the data. data. (laughs) That's, oh my goodness. That's, uh, that's wonderful. I mean, you know, cause I had Philly, I, you know, I, I crunched my own numbers. I mean, I don't, I, I I don't, I don't have Egyptian math at at my fingertips, (laughs) but, uh, I, you know, I looked at it and I just, I, I did think it was going to be Philly in a close game. Um, but I actually did pretty well in DFS, but, um, because, because of that game, but, uh, how can, uh, eventually, you know, as, as you're able to, you know, eventually kind of, you know, take this more public and, uh, how could, you know, people, you know, beyond the sports gambling community, fantasy, fantasy players, DFS play daily fantasy players, how could they maybe kind of latch onto this to kind of set their lineups, do start sit questions, uh, that kind of thing? Yeah, we, I mean, we plan on, we plan on partnering. We're in the process of partnering with, with companies to provide the data for content companies, but as well as launching an app to where consumers can calculate the probability of different player statistics that relate directly to fantasy points. So for wide receivers, being able to find out how many catches Cooper Cup is going to get, you know, week one, week two, or whoever they're playing against, and hopefully using that data to empower them to say, okay, Cooper Cup is more likely to be productive this week. He's not as likely. Let me adjust my lineup. You know, those kind of things are definitely in the pipeline that we're going to be phasing into um, as a as a company for sure. Oh man, that's uh, that that's pretty incredible. Uh, any any other uh, player or team centric? Um, kind of up you know updates things that you're you're looking to kind of build for the future kind of add to an, an, another another uh you know feather in your cap um we are we are launching we are going to phase into nascar um that is Ooh. something that we're that we're that's on the pipeline to do in the now um we are building a database where people where that is going to be consumer facing to where you can I can't say all the details, but it's going to be something that is similar to a stat muse, uh, but from a, from a different angle. So if you can, I, I wish I could tell, but um, it's, it's going to be something like that to where people get just an extra edge to say, okay, this team should win based off of, you know, this data or get better probabilities. That's, that's, that's our goal. Give people tools and probabilities to make better decisions, to make yeah. more accurate or likely decisions. Well, I, I love it. I mean, and me, I'm a, I'm a, I like to open my presents, my Christmas presents on Christmas morning. So I'm, I, I, I can be patient. I can, be, I know there's some people out there, some, some, some of the family that might want, but Hey, you know what? It, 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 uh, paciencia, it's coming. It's coming. So this guy, the, the, <laughs> yeah, this we have coming. a, we have a website. Um, it has a landing page where people can subscribe and get, you know, the upcoming information and products and partners that we're launching with. So, by all means, you know, find us on fairanalytics.com or at Twitter and sign up and you're ready for the sports sports data revolution. 
Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Familia. Well, uh, chosen, I've, I always love to close, close out with a fun, uh, a fun food kind of question. So, uh, uh, your neck of the woods. Uh, can uh, is there? What's the, what's the best Mexican food? Uh, one of some of your favorites in your neck of the woods. Um, oh, man, I, I love. I'm a very very vanilla basic guy, so I like vanilla ice cream, cheese pizza. I love grilled chicken tacos with, you know, either corn or flour tortilla with a little bit of onions and cheese. Man, just simple. That way, I can taste the chicken, and that, that's my favorite right there. Can't I can't go can't go wrong with a good with a good set of grilled chicken tacos. Oh yeah, that's that's good. A little a little pollo asado. It's uh, it's good. It's good living. Good living. I like that you're changing up the tortillas. So uh, <laughs> yep, they're both yep. good. They're they're both good in their own separate ways. Someone someone the other day was asking me if it was wrong to like flour tortillas. I'm like, no. It's, <laughs> to me, to me, they're like a dessert. <laughs> right, right. They're they're almost like a dessert, but they're so good. They're so yeah. good. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, give, so what? Anything else you want to give a shout out before uh before we get close-up shop yeah um you know jorge you know thanks for thanks for having us on the show um this, this is great really appreciate anything that you need from a data perspective or that your your customers need or your your listeners you know feel free to you know reach out to us we're trying to get everyone to a point to where they can make empowered decisions using data um so we appreciate the opportunity to be on here um and you know looking forward to seeing you again same here. Same here. I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait to see you again. So, um, you'll be, you'll be, uh, I think, I think you'll be flying the plane next time or, you know, <laughs> have, have a private jet and more of these, uh, more of these bets come through. So, oh, um, mi amigo, thank you. Thank you for joining familia. I hope, I hope you learned something, you know, it's going to be, yes, maybe it's Dallas and, and the Ravens, but that man, number 15, you know, it may, he may, he may come out, he may come out again. So, uh, <laughs> once again, once again, Chosen, muchas gracias for joining us, everybody. Thank you Thank for you. joining us. More fun stuff coming before the start of the football season. Remember, todos somos familia. Salud. <laughs> Thank you.